I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusho. Boys, How Goods Footy. went into this round thinking wow not only is there like multiple who's who cares cups this could be the who cares round but this week boys and tom your game very exciting and we'll get to that we'll get to that very quickly but overall this round a lot of fucked results a lot of shit games of football resulted in fucked results uh my tips cooked uh, I got three out of six, and I was one of the lucky ones. I haven't even looked at mine. Oh, I don't know. I what think I'm got. sitting on about three, I'm two or three. Wager. Yeah, two or I, three. I will say that um, one of the results, despite the fact that maybe there wasn't a winner, resulted in us all getting one. Don't know how I feel about that. I think when it's a draw, everybody loses. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, based on this, this draw too felt like everyone definitely lost. lost. Yeah. Jesus, without the draw, I would have. I would have got two. Fuck. <laughs> Same, actually. Christ. So let's jump into it. There's a bit of a tease for the week that was. And uh, the week that very, very, very recently was, because we're recording this like moments after the last game of the round, because it's a public holiday, but we never stop reporting. We've got our boots to the ground. We are footy journalists. Yep. We don't take holidays like I imagine Gil loves yeah. taking holidays. Not us. We are, um, we are grunts of the yeah. football reporting industry. Yeah. Unlike most games of good football that took a holiday or a break this week, we didn't go anywhere. <laughs> but the round started with an absolute firecracker of a game. Thomas. Boys. Thursday night, Port Adelaide took on Geelong in Port Adelaide. Or Adelaide Oval, as it's known, not Port Adelaide. Tom, how good's footy? Fuck. Sean, Joel. Tom. Footy is so fucking good. Oh, yeah. It was that such a good game to watch, I assume. As a neutral supporter, I got no fucking idea. It was fast. It was exciting. The battle of the brothers, the battle yep. of the, the dads. Mm. 
Um, I forgot about you in this battle, Tom. To me, it was just a battle of the dads. <laughs> and look, it's a bigger story, um, the battle of the dads. But uh, boys, what a fucking game! What a what a game of just momentum. Like it wasn't a game that was like neck and neck. It was like this team's going to kick four goals. And now this team's going to kick four goals. And now no one's going to kick goals for a little bit. And now this team's going to kick five. Like it mm-hmm. was just the swings and roundabouts were off their heads. But in the end, boys, when you've got a three-headed monster and you cut one head off, two more take its place. And uh, our forward line, humming. Best thing about the win, um, besides the the super forwards, was the fact that it was a real team effort. I think the highest amount of possessions any Geelong player had on the ground were Tom Stewart with 23. And in a side that has Selwood and Dangerfield and Duncan and Menegola and guys who accumulate a lot of the footy, yeah, for it to be such a good win, such a great team effort across the board win, is just a really positive thing as we sort of um, move into the second half of the year. And boys, we won off a bye. Oof. Oh, is that sorry? I know we've covered this, but is that the first time? No. Technically, last year we won off the buy. However, the buy was six days. Yeah, no, and also they broke the curse. Another point as well, but then Tom discredited it. It's it's uh, in a, it's a non-event. Okay, yeah. It's like our second win after a buy. I yeah. think it's their third. Well, second win. It's like third win, I think, because I'm pretty sure you broke it the year before. Nah, we lost this corresponding game the year before. Okay, I apologise. Then maybe this is noteworthy. It's good. And, uh, yeah, Jeremy Cameron keeps continues to rehabilitate himself as the murderer that he was yeah. a few years ago. Um, <laughs> Sean, two two facts about him that were great. One, he spent most of the pregame asleep under a desk. So Yeah, but that's because there was fucked circumstances in Geelong getting to the into the state to actually play the game. Still good. What's the second point? He kicked five goals. Oh, I thought he did, like, something nice off the field. He gave a he gave a great to bring forward interview. his parole hearing. <laughs> I mean, he probably ate another two pies, which is still yeah. a great fact to know. I just rewatched Shawshank Redemption the other day. I'm hungry for parole. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jezza, <laughs> do some um, good acts. Tom Hawkins continues to be one of the best forwards in the AFL. Like kicked four four, but it's the other stuff. It's the goal assists. Sean, I think you said it on on Thursday night. He's the best ruck in the AFL in that forward fifty. Oh, for sure. He's unstoppable. Can I I praise Jezza Cameron for a moment as well? I was actually really impressed. Thank you, Joel. I was so impressed by the way he gets up the ground. He's running. Like, he's fucking quick too. I didn't know he was that quick. Yeah, He's working um, hard, Tom. He worked really hard and did a great job in keeping Aaliyah out of that back line. So Aaliyah played on Cameron and Cameron ran him all over the ground. There were passages of play where Cameron took an intercept mark in the defensive 50 and then was bobbing up at center half forward to sort of affect a spoil and get a kick away. Really just good, good stuff to watch. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, boys, footy's fucking good. It's, um, <laughs> so if you're a Port Adelaide supporter, like, uh, maybe a recent father, uh, Jacob Reed is the snake man himself. Uh, the game was very, very close throughout the whole time, basically. But, uh, yeah. Connor Rose kicked four goals in the first quarter, which was fucked. Ooh. Fantasy yeah. team. Yeah, boy. Oh, Sean, you got on him on a good week, mate. No, I I got on him a few weeks ago, and he's had like one good week and six shit ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jacob 
during the game hit me with, fuck, Joel, I've slept three hours in three days. I can't do this. So uh, Port Adelaide really strung him along. Yeah. Well, that that last quarter, Geelong, it looked worrying. Uh, Charlie, big dick, the penis got erect. He started swinging for the fences. And I remember the, the commentators were saying, Geelong need to do something here. They haven't. I think at one point they kicked three goals, and I think the possessions were like, 15 to none. Like Geelong hadn't touched the footy. And then we kicked three goals off five kicks in the space yeah, it was, of a It was fucked tough. It was fucking fucked. Fucking love it. I love footy! <laughs> a huge, huge result. And Tom, it's great sign for Geelong, but also worrying for Port Adelaide. Uh, maybe they don't quite have the uh, grunt that will be needed this season. But also, Tom, and I know that this is pretty early, but we got an email that corresponds to this game, so I've opened up the inbox prematurely. Go for it. Just I'm, to let I'm, this one I'm out. I'm riding high. You can read any emails you like, as long as and This positive. one is from Mick. <clears throat> Tom! As a fellow Geelong supporter, it pains me every time you try and bring stats onto this podcast with no regards for accuracy. The latest incident was one of your, was one of your worst yet, claiming that it... Claiming that at Adelaide Oval, Port have only beaten Geelong there twice, while Geelong have beaten Port five or six times. On both counts, you were completely wrong. As prior to last Thursday, Port and Geelong had both won there three times. Stop relying on your memory as a source of facts, since that's clearly as unreliable as your tipping. Joel and Sean, if you ever want to replace Tom with a Geelong fan who knows how to use something called the internet <laughs> to verify information before podcasting it to the world, you know where to find me. Cheers. Boys. Oh, fucking just, hell. Can I just make my case real quick? No, Is your Tom, defense- Tom, there's the door. Tom, <laughs> it's behind me. You can see it in this yeah, Zoom I can. call. <laughs> your defense, every time an email like this comes after you, you're like, well, yeah, I'm the dumb one on the podcast. People shouldn't expect better. But Tom- that's bullshit. Lift. Oh. I was going to say, are we a podcast that cares oh. about getting facts right, or are we a podcast about yelling about football? Well, Tom, I would usually say we're a podcast about yelling about football, but we questioned you about that exact fact last week, and you told us, nope, you were right. You'd been there multiple times. Yeah, I've seen at least two of those wins. Tom, I love being a footy professor. I don't want to have that stripped away from me because of your stupidity, mate. Come on, lift. The fact that we haven't lost that title for how long have we been doing this podcast? Uh, four <laughs> years, remember. I think. Um, now, look, Mick, fair call. I will not be looking at the internet again um, because I didn't, and I'm, I'm not going to change. I love the vibe. I'm all about the vibe of footy, less interested in the number crunch, um, more about you know how does it kind of feel watching it. And I'll tell you uh, what, boys, based on Mick- Thursday night, feels fucking fantastic. Mick, if you have any um, background in writing speeches, maybe also bring that into the show because that was one of the worst rebuttals I've ever heard, Tom. All Jesus. over the shop. Fuck it, Al. I thought I'd be safe this week because my team fucking won a game, but apparently well, not. You're safe from toast. You're not safe from whatever this is, an attack. That speech quietly won me over, but maybe I'm just so deprived of Brisbane football this week, my brain's fucked. <laughs> It was all over the place. He didn't know what he was talking about, Sean. He struggled over number crunching. I looked he, into he his was... eyes, Joel, and I believed. Uh, he, he, that's that's the problem with Tom. Look at that fucking face. He's shooting off winks. <laughs> Shut up, Tom. <laughs> um, I will say uh, one of the great things to see too was uh, my boy Mark O'Connor back in the side. Um, 
Started pretty strongly on Travis Boak and then faded a bit as the game wore on, but it's good to see him back. And now I think we're only like Cam, a Cam Guthrie and maybe a Grind Myers away from a full-strength side, which is very nice. And um, Sav is keeping Reece Stanley out, which I love. Good. You know, very he's good. playing well. Stick with him. All right, next game, Friday night. Shithouse game. Surprising oh, result. Just real bad. Disgusting. Imagine being served. Imagine imagine for a football, like you're sitting down and like we're going to have a footy degustation menu and the entree is the best soup you've ever had in your life. And then they serve you the main and it's cold and it's not what you ordered and it's full of Clarkson bullshit. So, yeah. yeah, imagine having a good game on Thursday night and a bad game on Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Good work, Tom. What What I love, though, is, right, there was a thing at the start of the year where the AFL were talking up the, the floating fixture, meaning that we can put great games in good time slots. How the fuck did this end up on Friday night? Well, Tom, the floating fixture has resulted in all of the piece of shit games floating to the one round. Yeah. Do you reckon they were still clinging to, like, Buddy versus Hawthorne? Yes. That's what the uh, that's what the ads going into the game were. Mm. Yeah, um, buddy, I think kicked a goal, two. I think could be wrong. Uh, Didn't care enough to look. Um, yeah, he, he kicked one goal, had nine touches. If I had had the courage, I would have tipped Hawthorne because I think Sydney have been looking a little bit shit for about three or four weeks. Irrespective uh, of whether they've had, I think maybe two wins in that time period, two maybe even three wins. I don't know. They they they're just shaky. Young side will do that. They've lost yeah, something. Down. Yeah, they've. Uh, well, You're right. Goulden hasn't played for about three or four weeks, right? That's what they've lost. Mm, bring him back. Chad Warner's actually like pretty big as well. I reckon. Well, there yeah, he didn't play on. He'd been playing, but yeah, didn't play. on yep. Friday night. Very important, in fact, as um, friend of the show Gemma loves to tell us, and she's probably right because he's not well, there, and they yeah, lost. She's she would know often. Often right, and yeah. look, unlike me, does her research. Yeah, I did not. Why we like? <laughs> Maybe Sydney have won their last four. They haven't, because um, no, they no. lost this one. They've definitely lost another one in there. I reckon. Didn't they lose one to Gold Coast or someone weird like that? They yeah. beat St Kilda by nine points last week. Shaky, shaky. very shaky. They beat Carlton by twenty-two points the week before that. Shaky. That they was the, lost the, to Frio by two points. Ah, uh, there Shaky. it is. Shaky. There it is. Yeah. Uh, they killed Collingwood. Yeah. Good. Oh, um, having said that, though, like their their form they lost across to Melbourne. the whole thing is they've lost to Melbourne, but they've also beat Brisbane, they beat Geelong. Port, and Geelong, <laughs> and Richmond. Yeah, but very early. Like they were, they were awesome in the early stages. And Gold Coast beat them by forty points, but that was round six, and we're currently in round thirteen. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's mm. weird. Started like a house on fire. They started to level out a little bit. They'll play finals. Have they had a buy yet? Out. Is there buy next week? Their yeah, buy I mean, is next yeah. week. They'll just freshen up and probably come back. The good news is I think they're only like either they might currently be percentage off top four, I think, or one win. So it's it's been a good start. They are uh yeah, percentage off top four. Mm. Fuck. I didn't yeah. realise how tight the Yeah, Jesus Christ. That's why yeah, Thursday night's so big because it puts whoever was winning on Thursday night was gonna go a game clear of fifth. Anyway, not much else to say about the Sydney Hawthorne game except Sydney will bounce back after the bye and Hawthorne are still shit. Yeah. yeah. But well done to the Hawks. Yeah. How far away is old mate from 400 games? Very close. Uh, he's, he's within seven games, I think, or six yeah. games. That's big. 
Saturday. And this is where I decided I probably should start racking up some tips because I was zero and two so far. I backed the wrong brother. You did. And look, I look, I forgive you, Sean. Mm. Always backs his friends, so didn't. That is not true. It's not true. <laughs> On this occasion I did. Yep. I just had a feeling. It had nothing to do with you, Tom. His friends. Yeah. Um, it was really the power of Geelong's Inns versus the power of Adelaide Oval. And I went the power of Adelaide Oval. Sean was like, the hill isn't that good. Yep. That's exactly, that was my vibe. Um, <laughs> I was shitting myself, especially in the last quarter. Mm. And somehow Geelong won. Lucky they did. My tips would have been fucked. Uh, Saturday, a purple haze descended upon Adel- uh, upon Optus Stadium. Yep. Uh, a team with no players beats the Gold Coast Suns by 27 points. Disappointing. I back to Gold Coast. During this game, I think it was the, yeah, it was the second quarter. Mm. Where I, I realized that I might have been watching maybe the worst quarter of football of all time. Agreed. <laughs> this game sucks to... shit. Oh, yeah. It was awful. So bad. Thank God for David Mundy. Yeah. He, yeah. um, sorry. Did... Sorry. Thank Mundy for David Mundy. Classic. Ooh. Good correction. Thank you. Old fella, still getting it done. Fremantle and Gold Coast. Please don't play like that again. It was bad. I think Stewie Jew's in some trouble. That's my vibe. Yeah, I think Gold Coast, obviously you had to give them a little bit of time, but it's definitely getting to the point where uh, if they're not threatened, like if they end up like a couple of games like clear of finals, like they're not in like the, say, 10th, 11th spot, they drop below that. Yeah. Well, they're currently 15th. They've been disappointing enough this year that they should be copying like the exact same criticism as like a St. Kilda or a Carlton, or maybe like a Collingwood, but they just don't because they're kind of a nothing club and yeah. nobody... I, I think it's like no one's got an emotional investment in that footy club. And on paper, they should be a lot better than they are with the yeah. list that they've got right now. You're like, right, they're missing, But they're missing- do you know what I mean? Like, you know when people call up radio and crack the shits about their club and why the fuck am I a member, blah, blah, blah? It's yeah. because they've been members or been supporters for like 30 years and they love the club. Yeah. The Gold Coast don't really... They just don't have that. They also haven't really fired a shot in their entire AFL existence. Yeah, it's tough. They, they had that one year where they almost made finals. Ablett got injured and they finished ninth or tenth, and then they sacked Guy McKenna yeah. and hired Rodney Eade. That's literally Gold Coast seemed to have gone on the same trajectory as Carlton to the letter. They over they did all right, may have overachieved a bit, sacked the coach, brought in experience to get him through. The experience tanked the club. And now it's the responsibility of this new coach to try to get him out of there. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Can I make a profit call? Yep. Stewie Jew will coach next year. And then that's when his contract next. next season. That's when his contract ends. They'll get rid of him. Gill will then write a blank check. And Clarkson, who will see out his year at Hawthorne next year, then he'll go to the Gold Coast. Ooh. That is a big profit call. Yeah, that's my that is- vibe. That's that's what I'm vibing, boys. Lots well, of vibes today. Because <laughs> Gold Coast... No facts. That, I can't even remember when it happened, but there was a... Uh, it might have been last year, but in a couple of years, people were like, a Gold Coast is going to be like unbeatable. <laughs> but it just hasn't happened. Again, no. they've got the list. Like, mm. Rao came... The one, one good thing guess- came out of this is Matty Rao yeah. is back playing footy, and say. that is good for footy. Yep. Tuck him in, son. Uh, they played him at half forward for some fucked reason for a bit. But Stupid. 
hey, yeah, he's an ins like oh, we got to ease him back in. No, you don't. He's an inside midfielder. Yeah. You put him on the ball. Put him in the ruck. <laughs> <laughs> Throw him in there. He can do it all. You already haven't eased him in because you've played him at Optus Stadium, but it's fine. Isn't that anyway, where he got injured? Yes. Yep. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. That's just asking for trouble, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucked. Um, <sighs> speaking of fucked, next game. Not a good game. Fucking crazy hectic finish. Jesus Christ. Also, St. Kilda, I am so sorry to every supporter out there. This is... It must be hard. This is Essendon-esque, but like... Even we haven't been this nah, unpredictable. This, this is vintage St. Kilda. I've seen this season compared to 2013 North Melbourne season where they got run over in fourth quarters all the time but absolutely fucking smashed some teams, just missed out on the eight and then fell apart. But yeah, like fucking hell. Imagine- St. Kilda had kept Adelaide scoreless for 45 minutes of this game and then lost. 36 to zero. Yeah. It and was 56 half- to... 18, they were 36 points up at one point. In the third quarter? Yeah. Yeah. So after half time, they kicked one goal six to seven goals six. <laughs> and this is a St. Kilda team that won a final last year yeah. versus Adelaide, who are the youngest list. They're the youngest yeah. team in the AFL. And are very much deep in rebuild land. Like it's fucked. Adelaide yeah. have had some cooked wins this year. Well, yeah. Been, yeah, they really <laughs> have. Good on them. What do you? What do you mean? Like, and it wasn't like the other thing too that like must just suck. It wasn't like you know Adelaide, you know, started to win, took some big marks, and kicked some goals. The actual loss came from the most fucked shot on goal. <laughs> it was That's the a dirty goal. Dirty goal. <laughs> so, what happens? There's like two minutes left. Uh, Riley Thilthorpe takes a shot from the boundary line, goes the drop punt, misses everything. Yeah. Um, it's a throw-in. I think the ball clears. Oh, no, actually, I, is it this exact play that results in the yeah. ball up? Yeah. So there must have been like a minute left. Misses the lot, ball hits the deck, tackled, th- uh, ball up. From the ball up, the ball uh, ends up in Patty Ryder's hands who just goes to bomb it out of the forward 50, but it gets smothered off the boot and kind of goes back over his head. He kicks it into Tex Walker. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the great wall of Walker. <laughs> um, the ball just like bounces straight off Tex over um, Paddy Ryder's shoulder, basically, and Riley Thilthorpe's there. But the problem, boys and listeners, is Riley Thilthorpe, is, he's facing the wrong way. Yeah, he has picked the ball up, and there is an Adelaide player directly behind him. He's about to get cleaned up. He doesn't have time to turn around, so instead he just kicks the ball over his head, directly over his head. The ball pops up in the air, bounces once. It's also not just... a clean kick; like he hits no. the belly of that ball. <laughs> it is a floater. It goes all of three and a half meters. It bounces once, bounces on an angle, almost hits the post. No one somehow touches it, goes through for a goal. Fucked. Nobody touches it because they're all too busy throwing up at the kick. (laughs) (laughs) It's insane. There was a stat, apparently. Oh, now maybe I'm thinking of a different game. No, I'm pretty sure it was this game. You probably are. They, They put up a stat, I think, midway through the fourth quarter of this one. 
Oh, no, I am thinking of a different game. Yeah, yeah. classic. Yeah. Good work, Tom. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. What game were you thinking of? I was thinking of the North GWS game. There was a pa- passage of play where they showed that for the entirety of the third quarter, not a single GWS midfielder had a clearance. And Oof. I thought that was the last quarter of the Saints game. I think it was fairly similar, though, and that they did not do very well in that last quarter. No, that's a that's a brave call. <laughs> also, hey, this Mick, is... come for me, son. <laughs> it won't be hard. This is bad for St. Kilda. Uh, because that's it for them. Like they really needed to win that to have any chance of finals. Now they're completely yeah. cooked. If they come out and absolute like like they started the game, they absolutely fucking murder St. Kilda uh Adelaide. Win by like sixty points. Everyone's like, oh, maybe the wheels are back on. But no, to throw away a lead like that, it was just it's just fucked. It's yeah. awful. They didn't kick um, a goal after the one minute mark of the third quarter, St. Kilda. Disgusting. They're not fit. No, they look really like they they're falling apart. From the How Good's Footy Twitter account, I retweeted uh, the goal. Uh, friend, former friend of the show, Matt Stewart, just simply replied with unfollowed. A great little bit of banter until I realized that he had actually unfollowed us on Twitter. Good. Respect it. No, yeah. I respect it. That's commitment. Yep. To be fair, if I was a St. Kilda supporter at the moment, I'd probably be unfollowing everything footy related. Yep. Probably just- The team has. Calling calling up as many Melbourne supporters as I know and asking if any of them have like ski memberships I can borrow. Um. Because they probably won't need them this season, where I definitely would. Yep. Yeah, I, I think I think the issue too for St Kilda is that they went for a list build that is very much we're playing finals in the next over the next three years. Yeah, they overachieved last year, and then backed away from it this year by saying, "Oh no, no we meant over the next three years, not definitely this year." No, no, no. If we, you don't recruit the guys you recruited to build to mm. anything, but like you brought Spud uh, Chip Frawley. Out of retirement. Yep. Brabble. Passing case. To be honest, um, in terms of Matt Stewart, as is well known, he's a TC tipper, so maybe he tipped Adelaide anyway. Mm. Uh, or maybe enemy... he tipped the Saints, and that's maybe what he did. them. Also, there's probably residual power from last week when listener of the show, Jake, TC'd against St. Kilda. Yeah. They not just Luke, didn't have which, that belief. Uh... Yeah, I'd like to apologize to Luke, who is not a Saints man. Um. I called Jake Luke, I think, three times. Yeah, yeah. When? So Tom um, on the show. Yeah. yeah. Tom Tom, Tom, Tom. As in Brisbane Lions, Luke. Yeah. You disgusting cunt. <laughs> you take it back right now. I did. I'm I'm literally Do it again. I'm apologizing <laughs> to Luke. However, to Jake, this is also on you still. Yeah. My fuck up is team. also on you. Jake yeah. should apologize to Luke as well. Yeah. Jake should definitely apologize to Matt Stewart. Yes. Fuck. Jake, and maybe the St. Jake, Kilda Football Club. Yeah, Dusha, I, I agree. Jake should mm. write a letter to St. Kilda. Yeah. Um, Jake, if you could write a letter to the St. Kilda Football Club and just CC us in, uh, I'll make sure it gets read on the show, just to make sure that they get it. Maybe he but should yeah. write it to Jack Higgins, because his confidence is down and he needs a lift. He's kicked one goal eight in the last Actually, I don't think that'll give him a lift. That'll no. just make him sick that one of his yeah. own turned on him. Fuck. To the club, Jake. Yeah. But make sure you send it to us too. Anyway, yeah. Sunday. Chaos. The round kept surprising uh, when we got our first draw of the year, I think. Yeah. yeah. First one of the year. Um, this was the North- game where there was a stat where the GWS Giants did not have a clearance for the entire third quarter. Yep. It's fucked. That's very fucked. Uh, North Melbourne went into the last quarter 26 point, uh, 28 points up. Uh, kicked one goal. GWS kicked five goals. I think. What happened 
on Twitter? Who wants to put their hand up? What? What happened on the How Goods Footy Twitter account? Oh, we retweeted a three-quarter time score. Was there a message? Was there a message that went with it? Uh, yes, Sean. There was a message. Uh, I'll just hang on. I'll just quickly find it. Yeah. Now, just uh, I don't know who wrote it. Sean, well, was it's it you, very mate? funny, Tom. It's very funny because we've had a few people assume that it was you. <laughs> that the idea that people think I have access to me, or I have access to the account, but whether people assume that I have the ability to tweet when I'm watching a yeah. game of footy. And I'm not just focused on how much I love Tom Stewart. So I guess yeah. that means that it was either myself or Joel Dusha. Actually, Sean, we've got an alibi. I we think we do have an alibi, Tom. Yeah. While this game was on, I think we were in the middle of watching a horror film, which yeah. is going to be an upcoming episode of the Scaredy Boys podcast, new episodes every Friday. Well, that's interesting. That's uh, So that leaves one culprit, potentially. Yes. <laughs> Hmm. 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 Interesting. Anyway, so we'll, we'll never the, know. We'll never. Know. I'll read the tweet that Fox Footy posted first because I think that also there was a lot of people going the early crow here. Three quarter time, North Melbourne thirteen seven eighty five leads GWS uh, eight nine fifty seven. A four goal three to five behind uh, term. A giant boil over looms in Tassie. Not a big enough lead for an early crow in the experience mm. of this show. I know that. That mm. we all value that. Tom sometimes, yep. you know, flirts with it a bit. Mm. But as has been discussed, this was not Tom on this occasion. No. But the tweet reads, hope the lid is off, shin boners. That's big. I'm going to just put it out there. This was Joel Dusha. He's a fucking piece <laughs> of shit. And it's his fault. And it's actually doubly disgusting in light of what's happened in recent weeks with Tom mm. going the early crow on Essendon. Yeah, Joel, that's true. This is really Did you learn bad, nothing mate. from my mistakes? It's, <laughs> I didn't believe it would be possible for someone to be dumber than Tom. So I was just getting sucked into the excitement, I think. I just like seeing That's the excuse North I Melbourne. used, and it never holds up. No, but yours was different because you weren't excited. You also, let it be known, made the call. Yeah, no, he wasn't excited. He was excited Richmond for you. Had, yeah. Richmond had just hit the lead, remember? He wasn't tweeting uh, he wasn't commenting to celebrate an essendent goal he was he it was comforting after a richmond goal i was excited for the essendent win you weren't Mm. you were trying to be like it's all right it's all going to be okay you're going to win this yeah i was just trying to draw some excitement out and i did apologize immediately Um, this did not age well posted at uh you know full time the conclusion of the match you think you've had a bad one, Joel. The official <laughs> AFL Twitter has had a worse one. Whoa, because during the game on Saturday night at half time, or a little bit before half time, they posted a tweet that is just Brett Ratton giving a big thumbs up with good start for the Saints. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. All right. So after that, next game. So Sunday night. The traditional Sunday night time slot. Finally, something good happened, and that is that Richmond lost another game of football. Fuck yes. I tell you what, this game was huge. I love mm. that we said going and looking at what was happening, I was like, there's one really good game this weekend and one maybe good game. Yeah. And the good game was the Thursday night game, which was high scoring, fast and exciting and had a good result. And then the Sunday game could have gone either way and looked like maybe at one point it was going to be the way of not a good game. Ended up being very exciting and the right result. 
huge, huge, huge result for um uh JJK, who I forgot almost like dabbled with the idea of retiring. I mean, not even dabbling. He signed a one year extension. He's looking way too good for a player that's like undone. He was talking post match where he hasn't necessarily decided that he's not going around next year. <laughs> when you're sinking well, him like enough. that. One thing that infuriates me, boys, and it came a couple of times over the course of the weekend and then was highlighted in this game, the amount of commentators that complain when players, key forwards do a stutter run-up like it's the worst thing in the world. And it's like Mm. the guy who does that the most has won the Coleman medal like multiple times and kicked fucking four goals on the... He's like a superstar forward... And yeah. people, oh no! Nah, oh, that stutter kick—it's no good. That's all he did for years. He's kicked seven hundred <laughs> goals. Yeah, no <laughs> good. That stutter out. kick, dog shit. That one. He's catching Lloydy. He won't. Lloydy kicked like yes. nine hundred and twenty or something. Jesus, juicy. Lloydy could have kicked a thousand just quietly. Yeah, Maddie Knights kept playing him up the field, and probably awesome. retired him a year early. And then yeah. I think didn't he do his knee one year as well? Yeah, yeah. Good player. Sad. Yeah, that's right. Legend. Um, the, yeah, the Eagles just turned it on, didn't they? With like five minutes to go, basically. Like, yeah. It looked like Richmond were home. When Bolton that cheeky that Richmond shit, where they were just kicking grub yep. goals. Yep. And then Although, I'll tell you what. Tell you who's I think the most important player in the whole competition for his team. <gasps> Elliot Yo went like is back. He's been rusty for a couple of weeks, and then this game just turned it on. Like in the last quarter. It's every time there was a clearance, it was him getting caught in the middle and just finding a way to kick it forward. Yep. He's fucking good. There was a there was a point during the commentary too where they were like pre game, Eagles said he was only gonna play about eighty percent of the game. Yeah. And with about three minutes to go, he was at the center bounce and he played eighty five percent. And they're like, You're not bringing him off. Well you can't when there was <laughs> Elliot, that long. No, left, he's yeah. not bringing himself off. He's like, I'm not even looking he's not even looking at the bench. He's yeah. every every stoppage, he's just got his back to the bench. The runner's screaming at him. He just turns around, pretends he can't see. Oh, he didn't see you there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Good on him. Um, yeah. Kennedy's goal to, wi- to win this, although there was another play after this where I shit myself, but Kennedy's goal to win this was, oh, it was massive. Um, How good was the crowd? Oh, oh. Such a good camera angle. They loved it. He, he uh, how was not only was the crowd, how good was the this turn to the crowd, are you not entertained style? So good. Frame that picture. Mm. Mm. I hear actually I got wo- uh, wind earlier today that uh the ball that he kicked is actually still bending. That's how much it bent. <laughs> it's still going. <laughs> he loves that that position on the ground and that style of kick. About thirty to forty out, snap around the body. That's a Jay Kennedy special. Yeah, he's uh. the best. Safe hands. Huge result. And Richmond again, only just in the eight. You know, Richmond are only in the eight because the teams below keep fucking up. Yeah. Um, also, Richmond, I think, have lost seven games against the top eight now. So they've played all the teams in the top eight and they've lost six six out of seven. The only team in the eight that they've beaten now is the Bulldogs by 22 <sighs> points. And they were down pretty bad at half time. So the Dogs yeah. let that one slip. Yep. And they haven't – It's there's been a tight – they lost a tight one to Port Adelaide. Yep. And obviously this one to West Coast. But the other ones have been pretty comprehensive. Geelong well, we, smashed them by 10 goals. Them. Melbourne smashed them by about 40 points. Um, Brisbane beat them by five goals. And someone else beat them by five. Or Sydney Sydney smashed them, I think. 
Yeah, well, their percentage is only 105, which is only slightly better than Essendon's 102, yeah. and they've won more, two more games than us. This this one that I heard goes back a couple weeks, but it's when they were talking about Richmond versus the top eight teams, and so their percentage mm-hmm. goes from their regular 105 or whatever it is down mm-hmm. to about 72%, which is like the Oof. worst it's been in their entire little glory run that they're on at the Jeez. moment. There, although I was saying, seeing some stat they'll bring it up on Sunday that post-buy – their win-loss record goes off the chain Yep, every yeah, season. That would have been oh, – what year was it? Was it – no, it was 2019, I think it was, is they had a shocking start to the year and everyone was like, oh, they're done this year. And then they pretty much were undefeated after the bye. Yep. Is that Brisbane's first good year? Because I think that was – we played them in round 23 and I think we were both on big winning streaks going into it. Like we were on a, a nine-game winning streak and they were on a nine and then they just went all the way through the grand final. Yeah. 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 That was the that was the year where after the bye they didn't leave Melbourne. That's right. I mean that's nearly every year. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I think that was something like it was something fucked. I think they were like say like four and six or something. On, no, on, it can't be that on bad, teams but, with dicey you know percentages I mean. against top eight, Ports isn't much better. Like I think they beat Richmond, who are shaky as we've established, but they've lost yep. to Bulldogs, they lost to Brisbane, they lost yep. to Geelong. And two of those are at home. Yeah. There's a couple of teams in the top eight this year that you're like, yeah, they're probably pretty safe there, but won't do much damage in finals. But then you just don't know. Because, I mean, Richmond are eighth at the moment and very unconvincing eighth. But, like, I don't know. They're a powerhouse finals team. History have shown that, I don't know, when they play a team for the second time that year, they they beat them. That was was about to say the stat. Richmond don't lose to a team twice in a season and haven't done so for a long time. Well, look out. Fuck. And then a game that finished mere moments ago. Nathan Buckley's last game as a coach. Something that happened in between recording sessions. Fucking hell. He uh, he stepped down. Or as I like to call it, he got gentleman fired. Because <laughs> um, you don't just randomly step down halfway through the season without some pressure. After yeah. a win. In After a win. <laughs> so imagine like, okay, so they played Geelong. And they're shit against us, and they don't kick a goal for like f- f- forty-five minutes. But they only lose by ten points. But they only lose by ten points, and then they win against Adelaide. And then after that game, they're like, "Nah, better, better, better resign." So uh, people are probably wondering why that happened, considering that Collingwood. Like, I mean, it's been talked about all year, but Collingwood have always been like, "We're sticking firm with our." Like box to the end of the year, and then this happened. I well, our speculation here, and we've discussed it off air, is that Teague, the Carlton coach, is fucked. Like he's a dead man walking, and I think this was probably more a move by Collingwood to make sure that they don't miss out on securing the best coach available. Yep. Yeah, it did come off the back of Carlton announcing their external review. Exactly. <laughs> um, which will be fire the coach. Yep. Get fix up your back line. <laughs> Teague's only hope is winning games now. Like, yeah. Well, although it didn't help Buckley. He's won the last no. two games of his coaching Exactly. Because uh, going into this game, top of the ladder, Melbourne just ate shit against Collingwood, lost by 17 points. And Collingwood didn't have Brody Grundy. Yeah. Disgusting. Collingwood also moved the ball quickly which I haven't seen them play like that for a while. This is nope. more of an indictment on Collingwood, really. 
Like everyone was like, do you reckon they'll get up for Bucks last game? And it's like, well, they do. Then it's a disgrace because where, where's that been all year? Yeah, if they care yeah. about Buckley, they would have won. I don't know the last eight games as well. Yeah, they uh, were also um, doing the same play style they did against Geelong, where they were just trying to get as much uncontested ball as possible. But yeah. this time they're moving it faster. Yeah, lots of marks. Yeah, um, it's just that would annoy me to watch as a Collingwood supporter. I mean, you'd be happy to win, but mm. to beat the best team. And, like, they're going to miss finals by a mile. Even if they get on a big run, they can probably only win, like, nine, ten games or something. It's just yeah, a yeah. waste. Also, like, the yeah. whole, oh, Collingwood, they're in so much trouble. It's like, this is a team that made the finals last year. They won a final, didn't they? They, they, made, they won that final against West Coast away. That big yeah, one that they weren't expected to win. Yeah. We've talked about this. They, the only players they lost were Trelaw and um, Stevenson, basically, yeah. from that finals quality team. Yep. So yep. They're, they've just played so much worse than they actually are this year. Well, the gameplay's been ordinary. Yep. And yes, they've missed, you know, Adams has been in and out with injury and there's there have been players missing, but every team has had, like, Richmond have missed players, Brisbane are still missing players, Geelong have missed players and have still won and covered those missing players. Yep. Yeah. I, I just think, yeah, Collingwood are just a, you you would be, I would be if I was at a Collingwood supporter I'd be annoyed in the way that a a legend of my club was treated by a because the other weird thing too is they've got a massive issue where the board is currently being challenged as well yep. by a a right another board group who want to take over yeah mm-hmm. and last week post game Buckley backed the current board so it's <laughs> kind of the inverted coach killer normally when the board has when the coach has the full support of the board you know they're fucked. <laughs> But in this case, the board had the full support of the coach and the coach was still fucked. <laughs> you know what I would do? What I would love to see? Just because of the chaos of it. If I'm Carlton, I'll hire Nathan Buckley's coach. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Mick Malthouse too. Ooh, oh, Collingwood bring man. back Mick. Whoa. Fuck. Collingwood Mick did come out and say that he thinks Collingwood need to consider older coaches as well. I think yeah. that yeah. he means Clarkson. No, no, no. I think he means ones that the games move past. People like Gary Ayres, probably, stuff like that. Mark Williams. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. It wouldn't be Clarkson. Clarkson would be like <laughs> the automatic front runner for any job. Yeah, even if clubs are safe, like the coaches are safe. Like fucking Dimmer's job is probably at risk compared to Clarkson. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for them to end up picking Ross Lyon and for Collingwood to become... Oh the worst team of all time for three years straight. Tom, I'm going to be honest with you. I just spewed up. I'd be happy decided, with that, though. I've I don't want it to be someone I like. No. Oh, yeah, that's true. We're all the worst eggs in one like, basket. If they hire Michael Voss as coach, I'm going to have to quit footy, I reckon. That's a real possibility, yeah, too. Conflict of interest is too high. No, no, Sean. What will happen is they'll recruit him as coach. First game, he's coaching on the, on the boundary line. And it's at the MCG. First game back in the MCG after lockdown ends, you know, Collingwood are, are playing Brisbane, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he's I, there. I feel like he's I know where bench. this one's he's going. He's from the bench. He's in, he's in shorts. Someone's like, why is he wearing shorts? That's really weird. He's wearing shorts. And and he just sort of reaches into his jacket, puts his hand into his pocket, and you don't know what he's got on in his pocket, but he's moving his hand around. And there's a passage of play just sort of down in front of him here where a Collingwood player goes in and, like, bumps – into one of the Brisbane players, and suddenly, Bossy's on the field. <laughs> and he rips the jacket off. And what's on that hand, Sean? A glove. <laughs> it's Scotty Bird's 
So Vossi comes out of retirement and that kid I went to high school with wins that bet that he made. (laughs) When I was hoping, Tom, is that the camera's close in on Dugowie's face and then a gloved hand just knocks him out. (laughs) Oh, that'd be so good. But, um, yeah, fuck Collingwood. Yeah, fuck him. As always. Fuck Nathan Buckley. Yeah, fuck him. He's not a good bloke. He's not a good bloke. Hmm. Yeah. He's not great. No. He abandoned Lumumba when he needed him. Yeah, big piece of shit. And also led the charge on goods and then flipped, did a backflip so the media's like, oh, he was good to goods. No, he wasn't. He was not. Fuck you, Nathan Buckley. No. So, boys, should we take a look at next week? I hope there's more Cares Cup games next week than Who Cares Cups. (laughs) Well, Brisbane and Geelong, uh, Brisbane and Essendon are back, so they will be. Yeah, chance of a Rose Trinity again. That'll bring some excitement to the round. Can we continue the hot streak, boys? Ooh, will this be four in a row? This would be four in a row. <laughs> oh, who've we got? Who've we got? So, Friday night. Oh, Jesus boy. Christ. Big game. Geelong take on Western Bulldogs at Ooh. GMHBA Stadium. Oh, yeah. Geelong. 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 Fuck, boys. It's big. Saturday at Metricon. It's Gold Coast Suns take on Port Adelaide. Ugh, Port. Port Adelaide. Then... We have North Melbourne take on Brisbane in Tassie. Four. Brisbane. Yeah. Brisbane. Broken 10 goals. Oh, four goals. I think it'll be another scary one. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they uh, roll in from last week, not disheartened about the draw, but just happy that they were able to do that. Yeah, going to have to be on. Then we have the Giants take on Carlton. Ooh, that's a bit of a fucking who gives a shit cup. Carlton. It's a big who gives a shit cup. Oh, Carlton. Nah, Giants. GWS. It's a giant stadium as well, if that changes anything. Giants, Sean. it does. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, at 3.20 on Sunday afternoon. Prime time. <laughs> Hawthorne take on Essendon. Ooh. Bombers. Mine in the sand, Bombers. Yeah, Bombers. They want revenge. That's just, Surely we want revenge. That's just got also a lot we're... juicier, though. Yeah. Surely we want revenge. Also, Hawthorne haven't. Like, Essendon have found, like, another gear since that game where Hawthorne have kind of floated around that performance. Also, if things are going bad, I might just give my good friend Matty Lloyd a phone call, get him on the field, take out some players. Be all right. No, I think, look, I think Bombers will win because uh, Hawthorne have that giant Newcomb kid who'll be playing his second game, and he might have a passage of play where he ends up just next to Kale Hooker. Now, watch out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Hooker's going to kick seven. Um. Yeah, if I was Clarkson, I'd be like, look, yeah, we're going to get some noogies in the forward line. <laughs> Try to just not let them rattle you, but they'll rattle it, <laughs> and Hooker will kick seven. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Joel. Tom. Have we got any emails? Tom, we do. And uncharacteristically, I'm going to open the inbox with an email by someone who we usually disrespect or ignore. And that is one, Yoav. Oh, this better be is it the short? best email he's ever written. I'm counting words. Subject. And this is all caps. A new footy religion of two gods. Already a bit messy. Two gods. That's confusing. I need a god and I need a devil. Don't give me two gods. The Virgin Adelaide Crows failed to score until midway through the second quarter until a certain god of football who goes by the name of Joel Dusha said that he believes in Adelaide. I can see now why this has been. Yeah, I can see why. This is a dog shit email. It's confusing Yoav nonsense, but it mentions you. It's clever by Yoav. Yeah, actually, I respect the hustle. Yeah. He's found a Um, way in that will never work again. No. Yeah, because uh, I'll start reading anything that's about praising men. You'll be like, nope, shut it down. <laughs> but I will also just use this as a, a jumping off point that when it was 36 and zero, uh, I'd been at work with someone that um, was in a, a footy tipping competition with me and he had had a nightmare start to the round and really needed uh, Saints to get up. And I was like, yeah, I've gone Adelaide. And he was like, oh, no. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I, who knows? And then Saints got 36 points up. And I was like, the lead is not big enough. And um, yeah, throughout the whole day, I just kept messaging being like, fuck, Saints are shit. <laughs> 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 and um, yeah, that's why in the Discord as well. Uh, I mean, Jake was in there. And I was happy to stir shit with uh, the biggest TC in the league. Yeah. In history. Yeah. It's Jake and Ken Hinckley. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, you know, yo, I've got behind it as well. It's all happening. Uh, yo, I've email t- t- goes on to say that the second god is Riley Thr- <laughs> Riley Thrillhouse. <laughs> <laughs> all right, he's ticking a couple of boxes here, Yoav. Um, and yeah, Yoav says that uh, direct quote: "I lost it. I started rolling around on the floor, all thanks to the two gods." Um, that was after Riley. Uh, <laughs> Thrillthorpe kicked that goal I'm, over his head. I've never rolled. Yoav on got the floor. so excited that he rolled around on the floor. <laughs> so <laughs> that's big. Just before you get to the next email, because Discord has reminded mm. me that I learned a fact about mm-hmm. uh, Joel Tracy, who plays for the Freo Dockers. Josh, who goes yep. by the- Josh Tracy. Thank you. Goes by the nickname the Big Kahuna, which Ooh. fucking rules as a nickname. That's great. He's in my fantasy team. Love him. Big kahuna. <laughs> and this next email, and this, if you want to talk about going early, fucking hell. Uh, this is from Jacob. And you may remember Jacob as any, uh, he's got a favorite pub, but every time he watches a sport, like a sport in that favorite pub, his team lose. Yep. 
So Jacob has sent us an email, subject, getting rid of a curse. <clears throat> Ooh. Gentlemen, some weeks ago I came to discover that my favorite pub is cursed. I had sent you an email about my theory and thought the curse would eventually end, but no. To this day, every game of sport I have ever watched at the pub has ended in a loss, and I've become worried that I'm doomed to lose it as a local. But it was Hellhold's rampant bloodlust of last round that led me to a realization. The pub needs a sacrifice. <laughs> <clears throat> if the Giants can't get a win today, I will sacrifice my favorite scarf to the pub and pray I can then watch footy again in oh. peace. I bought this scarf at the first Sydney Derby and have worn it to every game. Also carried it with me on a 650 kilometer and a thousand kilometer hike. Oh. I love this scarf, but it has to be done. No. It must be done. Yours in footy, Jacob. Because uh, burning in a lock, because uh, burning is looked down upon in public buildings. I'll stop by a charity bin on the way home. Jesus, that's big. So that was before the game yep. where Giants played North Melbourne. Jacob watched the game at the pub, <laughs> and if you remember from earlier in the episode. It was a draw. Oh, no. Now, Jacob has sent us a follow-up email that just says, Ah! Well, I'm stumped. So, Jacob, I know that you probably held on to that scarf, but I do want to point out something that you said, if the Giants can't get a win today. You didn't say if the Giants lose. You said, if the Giants can't get a win today, I will sacrifice my favorite scarf. And? I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying that's how you worded the game. And, 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 and. They had a chance to win it too late. All Lloyd needed to do was score, and he kicked it out on the full. Yeah. He kicked two goals in a row, and he just needed to score, and they would have won. I reckon reckon the curse is alive. Jacob, I'm so sorry. Thank you for the email, and sorry to hear about your scarf. Does this sacrifice end the curse, though? Fuck. So if he's to go, for instance, next week to this pub to watch Giants versus Carlton, the Giants will win. That's big. Last email for today, and this is from Paul. Subject, space, space, space! (laughs) Boys, I have broken in my new housemate with a ripper game from my Eagles, boys. I feel sorry for my neighbors with the volume levels I've reached. Paul then ends the email with, I made a call at three-quarter time that the boys would have to not be themselves to win. And they bucked the trend of the worst team at four quarters, and they got the win. Bring on the dogs from Paul. Paul, enjoy space, mate. It was a very stressful win. Um, And look... If you want to send us a missive from space, they take a while to get there. It's got to travel at the speed of light or some shit. I don't understand how space works. I refuse to yeah. look it up. Uh, yeah. You can send us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually, I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Douche 13. And boys, oh, I'm fucking dying for a roast. <laughs> roast Trinity um, number four, four or five? Four. 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 <laughs> Ain't going <laughs> to stop, boys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.